Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. This week, I want to talk about something that is probably looming on a lot of folks' minds, if not already happening. Many, many schools started back up last week and this week, so we are back in this situation where many folks are working remotely and helping their children with school at the same time. I've talked to several folks who have expressed a lot of anxiety about how that's going to work this fall and how it's all going to be manageable. I suspect that they're not alone, and I thought that we would talk a little bit about some of the things today that you can be thinking about, but also I wanted to let everybody know that I'm going to be launching a mastermind type of working group where we could get folks together to share ideas and best practices on ways to help you and your children be successful at this time. Obviously, there's going to be some complications, there's going to be some stumblings, and we want to make sure that while we're offering our children every opportunity for success with their education, that we're not falling behind on our own professional development, career development, whatever it is that we're doing. I thought, who better to be able to share ideas than all of you? If you have ideas about ways that you were able to cope last spring, that you're going to re-leverage this fall because it worked really well, I'd love to hear about them. If you are currently concerned about how you're going to handle this this fall and would like information about the mastermind, please feel free to send me a note. You can email me at kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. You can send me a message, direct message on LinkedIn or Facebook. Both of those are listed as Kelly Featheringham. So feel free to reach out. I'm happy to send you information about that mastermind. I will be grouping the participants for the masterminds in similar levels of seniority and industries because I think that there should be some synergy between the the folks in the group. It won't be large groups, probably around six to eight people per group, but this way we can talk to one another and learn from one another and see what's happening with respect to things that are working, things that aren't working. I can sit here all day and give you my ideas. I can give you ideas that I've researched and I've read online, things that are working, things that aren't. But who better to really share your challenges, your frustrations, your concerns, your fears than your peers? All right. So today we're going to be talking from a leadership perspective. Whatever level you're at, you've got some folks that report to you and say they are concerned about this. They may or may not have come to you. They may have not have voiced their concerns. Perhaps you're concerned and therefore you know that they probably are. How is your organization or how is your team going to handle making sure that your employees have the resources they need to be successful? What I mean by that is this. I think that 
being in tuned to what your team needs really helps make a difference when you're leading a successful team. We talked a little bit about this in a previous episode in the spring about trying to manage remote work. And while those tips that I provided still ring true, I think we've gotten to a place now where we're even able to refine them to the next level because we're all in this situation where we're working from home, we're balancing more than we typically do. Now, I I don't want to say that we should just be giving carte blanche to our employees. Sorry, you've got kids at home, work half the hours, don't show up to meetings, all of these different things. Obviously, we need to be doing our jobs. We need to be being productive. We need to still be effective in our role. But having a little bit of, of understanding to people's situations really can go a long way. And I think that the first step to that is understanding what their situations are. So if your company hasn't already, consider doing some research. Consider asking your staff what their situation is going to be this fall if they're remote working. Consider asking them, are you going to be homeschooling? Do you have another person in your in your household that can help with the homeschooling? Are you going to have to pull your focus? And the challenge here is making sure to do so in a non-accusatory way because you certainly don't want your staff to feel like they can't answer honestly because their job depends on it. But having an understanding about what everybody's schedule at home and taking a look at your entire team from a strategic standpoint will help you help them be more successful. For example, say you have two people on your team that you know don't have children. So the hours from 8 to 5 should be no problem for them because they don't have to worry about helping children with homework, answering math questions, fixing them lunch, doing tech support if they're having trouble with their internet, those kinds of things, right? But say you have a couple other folks that have school-age children. Perhaps they've got young school-age children that are going to need a little bit extra care and feeding. Perhaps they have teenagers that may just be coming in and asking a question here or there about a math problem or a science problem or whatever it may be. Understanding the dynamic of what's going on in the workplace, and I say that uh, with air quotes because now our workplace is at home, understanding what's going on in your employee's workplace will help you delegate, will help you foster a better approach to how you manage your team. Talk to the folks. Maybe some kind of an arrangement where they can do their job later in the afternoon. Perhaps they have another adult in the household who can split the time, where one can do the morning shift with the kids with school, one can do the afternoon shift with the the kids with school, and you adjust their work schedule if that's an opportunity in your organization. Perhaps there, we're in a situation where we're doing more shift work. You know, folks are starting work at 2 p.m. and working until 10 p.m. if that works for them. Things like that. It's going to take a lot of flexibility on everybody's part, a lot of consideration and understanding for everybody to be hugely successful this fall. Now, I recognize that even as leaders and bosses and supervisors, we have responsibilities. We have someone to answer to, and you can't completely go 
rogue with the way you're going to go about do things. So you want to make sure that you are in line with the company policies, run things up the chain. Perhaps you've got a supervisor that's doing some really great things to make sure that your level of folks are being fully supported. Pass that along down the line. Understanding and realizing what's going on will go a long way. The added benefit to this is the productivity of your team. If you've got someone that is completely freaked out over them possibly losing their job, their kid failing out of school, having no idea what they're going to do, stressing all day long, how productive are they going to be? How dialed in to your online meetings or your activities or whatever it is that you've got going on with work, how well equipped are they going to be mentally and emotionally to be successful for you and the entire team if they've got all of these other things that they're worried about. There are lots of folks that can kind of put things on the side burner, put it in a box, ignore it and push through, but there's a lot of folks that cannot do that and it will start to show in their work performance. Now you could say, well, then I guess that's that's on them and we'll hire somebody else. There's lots of people out there. Sure, that's an approach, but is that the best approach? I mean, one of the things that we've really kind of seen through all of this is people's ability to kind of come together and be supportive and help one another. One thing I always talk about with respect to strong leadership is understanding that strong leaders are only stronger by the people they surround them with. They're only stronger by the, the well-performing teams that they lead. And understanding, recognizing, leveraging, supporting your teams to make them as successful as possible that helps you rise as well. So if you have concerns about your job, perhaps you have concerns about your balance with your kids, perhaps you have concerns because the market is getting a little scary out there with cutbacks and, and these kinds of things, layoffs, downsizing, furloughs, all of these different challenges, having your team performing at peak capacity and as effectively and efficiently as possible is only going to serve you better. Now, I love to talk about creativity and innovation. Having come from government for a long time, that's not something you see there. There's not a whole lot of opportunity to be super creative in leadership because there are so many rules and parameters and structure that have to be adhered to, with good reason. So now that I'm not in that arena anymore, I love to learn about the different ways that we can be creative to be successful. And I think that this is such a key example of how we're going to be successful as professionals this fall. I think that it was a huge factor in how we were successful in the spring. Okay, Now, coming up with creative ideas for your team for how they work together, for how they'll be successful together, is a great way to tap into some of the things that you might not have thought about before. And I'll give you a couple of examples, and this is just some brainstorming ideas. We are all creative on some level if we allow ourselves to take a little bit of time, and I think that to a certain extent, even if you don't feel super creative, 
Somebody on your team may have some great ideas, so why not reach out to your team and pull them for some suggestions? See what kind of feedback they provide. Let them know that you know, you're trying to make sure that everybody's as optimal as possible this fall, but you want to get their ideas. What are the challenges that they're seeing? What are the, the concerns that they have? What are their ideas on how to solve these challenges? I love it when employees come to you with problems and no solution. Always push back on them and say, I accept solutions. I am happy to hear what you feel is a challenge, but only come and talk to me about it if you have a proposed solution. We may or may not go with it, but I'd like to get you in the mindset of thinking about solutions, not just complaining about problems. We all have lots of problems. And this remote work situation could be a significant challenge for many, many folks. So why not pull your teams and use the collective brain power, the collective creativity and innovation to see what they can come up with? Perhaps you have a weekly meeting to check in and say, you know, what's working, what's not? Who's got a good idea to solve this? How can we work on that? Let's try this for a week. And it may take a couple of weeks before you kind of find a nice balance of what's working and what's not. Perhaps leveraging uh, an alternate work schedule. Many of the kids are only going to school for four days a week. In some school districts, I've heard two days a week or three days a week. And obviously, the kids are home five days, so that presents some challenges as well because depending on how old the children are, are they going to be parked in front of the TV? Are they going to be crashing your Zoom calls? What does that mean for that, right? So talk to the folks. Maybe say to them, perhaps we have some of the team work the front half of the week or every other day or early early in the morning others work late at night whatever kind of flexibility your organization can provide to offer your team and yourself to be more successful the more permutations of those different solutions you can come up with and revisiting what you're doing on a regular basis with your team, especially in the beginning, maybe just for the first month or the first six weeks or the first three weeks, whatever works for you, to touch base with them and find out what is what is working, what's going on. We're having trouble because nobody ever shows up to the Monday 9 a.m. call and we don't have any idea what we're supposed to do for the week and therefore the everything goes off the rails by Wednesday because no one has any direction. Okay, rework that. Perhaps you have your call on Friday. Perhaps you have your call on Wednesday. Is there a different day where you can adjust so that you can get everybody on the call to make sure they all know what they're supposed to be doing? Can you move to something more of a, a group calendar or some kind of a, a group Dropbox where you can drop information and have some kind of an agenda? Lots and lots of different ways that can be done. It's just a matter of coming up with what will work well in your industry, in your organization, for your team. And who better to know all of the ins and outs to kind of toss these different ideas abound about than your team, right? They're, they're up to their elbows in it. Now, you might be totally lucky and have a whole bunch of uh, folks in there that are, are not worried about having to handle school, maybe they're, they're single or they don't have kids or they've got extra help in the home to, to take care of it or their kids are going back to school, great. Still check in because we are still really kind of in this 
La La Land of Not So Normal, okay, putting it mildly. And there is still a lot of stress and anxiety and concern around all of this. With the job market being the way it is and so many folks still facing layoffs and being new at their job, being new to organizations, perhaps they've taken different jobs than they normally have been doing because that's what they could find and they're in your organization and they're not familiar with the way things go. There is a lot of turbulence out there with the way that we're working. Having a clear understanding of the needs of your team really will make a difference. The last thing I wanted to offer was that I was talking to somebody who told me that they were using user manuals for their employees. And when they first mentioned it, I thought, what, what is this? I, I hadn't heard of it before. And frankly, since then, I have been reading and reading and reading and reading about it because it's, it's a fascinating idea and I think that it will be very helpful to a lot of folks in this work situation. Basically, you ask your employees to create a user manual about themselves to submit to their supervisor so that the supervisor understands their situation. And you can Google it. There are copious amounts of templates online. You can select one that works for your organization. You can make your own up. It, it's obviously very configurable. But the general idea of this is so that your employees can provide you information about how best to work with them in this time. So certain things like telling you about whether or not they're going to be helping with homeschooling, what the hours of their kids are going to be in school and they may get interruptions. Perhaps they are not having to worry about any of that, but they're having to flex their hours because they have someone else in the household and they can't be on video calls at the same time because they don't have enough bandwidth, right? All different things like that. Talking about their level of, of work effort that they've got going on. Perhaps you ask for an update on all of their projects in their user manual so they can let you know what exactly they're working on, maybe their timelines, where things are at, how they expect to, to move forward with that. Again, lots of different varieties of how you could put this together but at a minimum it might be a good way to reach out to your staff in a non-accusatory way more of a inclusive way of saying hey I am concerned about making sure that we're all as successful as possible this for fall and I want to be as supportive as possible of any concerns that you have. So here's a user manual that I'm handing out to everybody on my team. I would like to understand better what kind of situation you're in right now. Please know that we're getting this from everybody. I'd like you to be as honest as possible. If you need to take Tuesdays and Thursdays off from 10 till 12 because you have to help with math class or 1 till 3 because you have to go and pick up the kids at after school or, or whatever it may be right? Are there times in your week when you are going to be challenged to be focused at your job with 100% of your brain? Is there other things or any other things that are going on that might prevent you from being all in at this time? Depending on how your staff are aligned and depending on their personality and temperament, we as leaders know our team. 
And if you're new in a leadership role and you don't know your team, get to know your team. This is a great way to get to know your team. This is a great way to understand. Perhaps they put, I saw one that said that you put their um, personality thing, like if they've done the Myers-Briggs, you've got the ENFJ. If they've done social styles or, or whatever, any of them, DISC, all of those different things, they can put those profiles in there. If they are more responsive to emails or phone calls or video calls or text messages, what's the best way to communicate with them? Do they have a home phone where you could call that might be better than a cell phone because it's a landline? Again, not meant to be invasive of your staff's privacy, more to better understand how to get the most out of them because you want to get the most out of them that they're going to be excited and feel supportive and feel dialed in so that they can contribute to the best manner they can to the team so that you can all be successful. Now, one last thing I'll leave you with before I let you go is that obviously working from home is something that gets some really good reviews and some really bad reviews. And there are folks that are very good at working from home. There are folks that manage to muddle through and there are some really bad remote workers. They can't be trusted. And, you know, I talk to folks all the time that say, well, I never know what my employees are doing. How do I know they're working? How do I know they're doing this? That's one of those things that I think eventually it all comes out in the wash. If you've got someone that's sitting on the couch watching Netflix all day and not doing their job, at some point you're going to figure that out, right? But because you might have one person or you might have suspicions that you have somebody or you might just be suspicious about remote work in general because whatever reason you've been burned in the past, don't paint that on your entire team. Try to give folks the benefit of the doubt and let them kind of find their way. Try to be supportive of them, encouraging, helpful, inclusive, and making sure that you're setting everybody up for success. And if people tie themselves up in knots and are unsuccessful because of their own choices, then at least you know that you did the best you could. You offered as much as you could. You were helpful. You were supportive. You tried to include them. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Okay. So as I mentioned, the masterminds, if it is something that you or someone you know would like to be a part of, please have them give me a, an email message or a message on Facebook or LinkedIn. My email is kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. We will get you synced up into the right group, and we're probably going to do this monthly. So it'll be a monthly meeting for somewhere between one and two hours, and based on the group's availability will be the time that we do it. It'll be through Zoom. I'm confident that we can get a really good couple of groups of folks in these masterminds to share ideas and best practices and bounce thoughts around on how to really do this remote thing well this fall. The schools have really kind of rallied together to figure out how they were going to maximize productivity and their approach to it, and now it's time for us as leaders to really rally together and figure out how we're going to help our employees be as successful as possible as well as their children if they're in that situation. I hope you're doing well. Stay healthy. I'll talk to you next week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. 
I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.